The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo! See you in my games. Ha-ha! Trevor, I'm I'm really excited about this opportunity. Oh, it's so awesome that Retro Bliss could get an official international release. It's about time, you know. I always felt we were uh, we were worldly. We were, you know, not just we couldn't just be contained in one area. Right, and I know technically the way podcasts work is they can listen to it all over the world, but to get an official um, release of Retro Bliss in Australia is just it's cool, really cool. That's very awesome. I mean, we got some fans over there already, so we got like a built-in audience. I mean, I think this is going to be huge. I mean, this is going to be like when the British office, you know, uh, there was an American spinoff of that, and that got huge. I mean, that was the number one thing on Netflix. We're going to be humongous, my friend. Right. I'm a little nervous about the meeting. Uh, Are we going to go on in the building and see how it goes? Oh, well, I... I actually got to tell you this. I just received an email. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, apparently, uh, the head, the head of podcasting, you know that mm-hmm. guy, he yeah. or woman. Uh, <laughs> you don't know if it's a man or woman. That's fine. That's right. I couldn't tell. I just um, can't tell. From and email. it and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, so they uh, they sent me this. The the title of the email says. Uh, what you need to do to be good in Australia. The long, you know, it sounds like I just made that title up almost. It does a little bit, but... Yeah. Wait, are you saying they don't want to just release Retro Bliss exactly as is? Uh, I'm skimming this. No, no. Apparently... Wow, that's kind of harsh language there. Um, I'll clean this up. Uh, we're very... And I'm putting this in quotation marks. Rednecky? <laughs> Wait a minute. How do they even know what that word is in Australia? I thought that was just a us thing. I, I, I don't know. Um, but apparently it's one of the things they need us to clean up. Um, uh, I'm not redneck, dadgummit. They have some suggestions. Uh, one of them being, why don't they just get two Australians to play you and me? Whoa, whoa, they want to replace us? Yeah, yeah. Actually, they're pretty adamant about that. <laughs> Oh come on! I mean, uh, I mean, I guess as long as it's still retro bliss, we're not essential. But oh, uh, that reminds me, they want to change the name. Oh come on! Yeah. <laughs> what do to, they want to change it to? All see burgers or something? That doesn't uh, make any sense. Yeah, don't even. I mean, you're stereotyping. They want to change it to retro boomerangs. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Why don't you just call it Kangaroo Kickback or something? Oh, I like that title. Oh. Don't, well, that's I actually was, not bad. I'm going to suggest Because kickback's like a retro thing. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's not stereotyping at all. No, not in the least. Oh, um, huh. Uh, they also... Wow, this is... This is... Uh, hmm. So this apparently is uh, something they are going to... There, there's a hill, and they're going to die on this hill. Uh, so if we don't agree to this, this next thing I want to tell you, then we're not, we're just not going to be in Australia. Uh, okay. I don't, how can I say this? They want me and you to quit. <laughs> Wait, quit? Like quit smoking? I don't smoke. No, just it just says just it says uh, we need you and Trevor to quit, and then it has dot dot dot. So you know that means this is being for drama. Uh, it says uh, we need you and Trevor to. Dot dot dot. Just quit. That's kind of a deal breaker. I mean, I enjoy doing this show. I don't know about this. I feel like we've been, you know, we're like the, we're uh, like, uh, like the office after Steve Carell left. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, people loved it even more, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's even more beloved after he was gone. Uh, and I think that's where we are. I'm I'm just gonna have to write them right back to them and tell them they can just shove it. 
That's exactly what I would say. I would say, listen, you can take this armadillo and you know, we, you and know throw we it in the air, and it'll come back to you and hit you in the head because you're on Australia, you you Australian outbacker. Yeah, what do they know? They're told us go the other way around. Yeah, and we have armadillos here here too. I don't even know if those are in Australia. <laughs> they probably are. That's a good question. That's beside the point. You know, I would ask a lot of Australian questions, and in the meantime, I say we just go ahead and record our next episode. Of Retro List. Welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Blessed. I am one of your hosts. I am Jean A. Towns, and I am joined by Trevor Franklin, mate. And Tre- <laughs> Perfect Australian. Yep. Uh, we are, of course, practicing social distancing in the fact that Trevor's at his house, I'm at my house, and this will be the first time ever that we've ever recorded an episode of this show not in the same room. It's kind of weird. Yeah, um, I'll be honest. The skit was a lot harder because I'm, even though it's a podcast and it's audio, I'm used to seeing your face and just we kind of go off each other, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. All I so see we, is your little <laughs> stale image in Skype. It's not an actual video. Yeah, uh, and all I see is you on a toilet. Uh, yeah. But that's <laughs> that's where I spend most of my days. Yeah, my quarantine <laughs> days. Spending hey, most of my days. Why don't, why don't we start with that for a minute? Because this is what everybody's thinking about, and everybody's not tired of hearing about it. Okay. How has quarantine been treating you? Has your life changed a lot? Um, Anything good or bad? Let's see. All right. Before quarantine, I rarely went anywhere. Um, uh-huh. I mostly stayed at home. I, my, you know, I'm an artist. I can do that at home. Um, since the quarantine. Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's the same for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but I know yeah. for you it's a lot different because you actually work in a hospital, uh, so I know you're uh, you're kind of on edge at times. I would assume. Yeah, uh, the, the funny thing is, and I probably shouldn't say this, <laughs> but I've been way less stressed ever since this whole quarantine thing started because my job is it's just fairly stressful day to day, but I work in operating room and we're not doing a lot of surgeries right now because. They've banned the surgeries, you know, aren't essential. So long story short, I'm actually spending a lot more time at home and a lot less time working a stressful job. I mean, I'm using all my PTO, all my my time off is used up. Like, I have nothing for the rest of the year now. So that's kind of stressful. But honestly, I've been less stressed because I'm just staying at home a lot more. Um, You know, when it's time to pay the piper, it's not going to be so fun, but... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm spending more time with my son and my wife, and I mean, she's about ready to just kill me. It's so terrible for her. But <laughs> yeah, that's probably the worst part. <laughs> I just uh, I spread a whole pallet worth of mulch today. Apparently, oh, wow, you can, you can order mulch by the pallet, and it doesn't go as far as you think. Like I was really disappointed. Um, yeah, but <laughs> that's exciting. Let's not go into two dudes in a nest territory here. <laughs> oh snaps! Oh, brought that back. War, we're at war with them. Yeah. Podcast war going down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. the weirdest thing about quarantine for me so far is uh, really stressing out every time I go to the bathroom and look over at the toilet paper. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just like really like, oh, what if I'm not going to get any? But today, for so the instead, first time, I uh, got some. So. I was going to say, so I, I kind of recognize this. Like, of course, we all know that. The one thing, for whatever reason, is that toilet paper is in high demand during this yes. quarantine. Uh, if you live in other countries, you may not know that, but that's the thing in America right now is toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I kind of think that it's it's gotten to a point where when it comes down, you know, when it comes time to finish your business, you know, and, and you're looking at the go, I usually go uh, three squares, you know. Uh, yeah. But now, I better go two. Yeah, uh, what I've realized I'm doing now is I'm washing my hands a lot better afterwards. Yeah, same. Because I'm not sure I'm covering it with adult paper. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. is so gross. This is disgusting. No, oh, but that's, that's really... Uh, so that's, what we're trying to yeah. say is soon we'll have a 
Retro Bliss meet and greet as soon as we can, and we're going to be shaking all kinds of hands. Oh, yeah. Don't you want to shake our hands now that you know this is yeah. what we do? And we're going to spit in your face and everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's who we are. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Quarantine Life is fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to when, even though it's not really affecting me too much, it does a little bit because, you know, I do... I do want to get out of the house every once in a while. <laughs> I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't want to just be yeah. stuck in here the whole time. Um, so, and I know it's just really weird and strange out there. So, I thought, and you thought, Trevor. I don't know why. I just want to take all the credit for this. <laughs> we <laughs> thought, which is what I should have started that sentence with, uh, that you know what? Let's just try to do this. Let's just try to do it uh, from each other's houses. We'll see how it goes. At the very least, we'll give our very awesome listeners. Uh, something they can at least listen to while they're stuck at home. Yeah, well, it's been about a month, and that's as long as I ever care to go. I don't, I don't honestly like it when we go a month. I want to get it a little more regular than that. And yeah. it's better to have this than nothing. I hope. So, yes. <laughs> I guess we're going to put that to the test. <laughs> oh, and also we did. I think we did say we were covering Animal Crossing next. We're really hoping to get my brother with that because he has good memories of that game. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do this game instead for now, and then do Animal Crossing later. Yeah, which I think people will be happy, though, because this game has been requested a number of times. It sure has. What is that game, Johnny? Oh, I get to say it. I'm very sure. honored by this. Uh, it is Mario 2, Super Mario Brothers 2, uh, Lost in New York. <laughs> i let you do it one time and you get the name wrong. Okay, yeah. what is it? <laughs> yeah, Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, I think literally everybody knows this because literally everybody likes to brag that they know this. But, of course, it was based on a game called... Actually, the full name nobody ever says. I'm going to try it because I'm half Japanese. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> You're going to be able to tell after I say this full name. So, Super Mario Brothers 2, of course, the international version was not the same as the Japanese version. Long story short, Nintendo of America just wanted something different. Something not so brutally hard <laughs> for North yeah. American audiences. The real, the real Mario 2, everybody knows this, but the real Mario 2, especially in Japan is what we call over here at Mario Lost Levels. Yeah. It's a very difficult version of Mario 1, basically. But Super Mario Brothers 2, as we know it, was based on a game called Yumi Kojo Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, you always hear Doki Doki Panic. That's, yeah. the, that's what people always say. But you know what I didn't know, and it's probably because I didn't look into it enough, and this is not in the Bliss Quiz, so I'll say it now. Geology? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doki Doki Panic itself was based on the prototype for the Mario Brothers sequel. So it all comes full circle. Because wow. Doki Doki Panic was kind of going to be the next Mario game anyways, and it was scrapped. Because basically it was too much too much for the Famicom to handle at the time. Um, so Jap- Japan got the sort of the quick release, Mario Brothers 2. And then this game came out, and I'll tell you more about it in the Bliss Quiz, but uh, it eventually became Mario Brothers 2 international version. <laughs> so Yeah. So it's uh, all full circle. So, Trevor, uh, what's what is what was your experience with this game um, growing up? So, one of the earliest games I remember spending a lot of time with was the original Super Mario Brothers, which we covered. I think it was episode ninety nine on this show. <laughs> um, and I also have really good memories of Super Mario Brothers three because it was just you know a game that was just huge for years after its release. Super Mario Brothers 2 was by far the main Mario game that I spent the least time with. And I know that's just really disappointing to some people, but what I remember about it is I think we rented it several times, but never owned it until I was probably a teenager or something. But we rented it, and this is not spoiler territory, but at the time, all I really remember is I knew it was a quality game, like I knew it was fun, but something about it just kind of put me off a little bit. And I hate to say that because I've always enjoyed oddball games. I mean, I've told you about Panic Restaurant, um, which was a game about mad vegetables and you're a chef trying to kill them. Yeah, it's an awesome game, though. And I thought that game was awesome. It but, is awesome. But something about Mario Brothers 2 put me off a little bit when I was younger. And so I'm just going to be honest. Uh, my experience with it was minimal until I was much older. Yeah, I actually played it a lot growing up i played it quite a bit i played all three mario games often those are my those were my main three games when i when i had a nintendo so uh mario 3 will always be my favorite uh however i did like that this game was different 
uh, it's such an odd little game. Yep. Uh, you know, on its own, like you can you can tell. Like once I found out uh, that it was technically a, a different game before they just plastered Mario on it, it made sense. Yeah. Uh, but you know, because it just plays a little differently. Uh, but also, this game does a really good job of of uh, bringing in some new characters you actually get to play as. You're not you're not just stuck playing as Mario, which was really cool. Um, and you know, I've always been a Luigi a Luigi fella, so it was awesome that I got to at least choose Luigi when I wanted to to play it, play as him. Uh, I really like this game quite a lot. It was one I went to a lot. But however, I will say this, and it still stands true to this day. But to be fair, I haven't really tried here lately. This is the one Mario game I've never beaten. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you that because um, I'll give a little bit more when we get into it. But I realized how little this game actually played until today. Yeah, I've <laughs> gotten fairly far. I've gotten really far in it, but I've never actually beaten it. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to just go and get into the graphics of the game? Graphics. Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor, I'm going to say this right off the bat. Graphically, this game still holds up. It's a beaut, in my opinion. And it really shows the difference between the first Mario Brothers and this. Like, I really think if we had gotten the Lost Levels as Mario 2, graphically, it looks so much like Mario, the first Mario game, that it wouldn't have seemed like a huge upgrade in in graphics. But this one, this is a... This is a a, whims, a whimsical game, I would say, and I probably said that word wrong. Yeah, you know what? I, when I was playing today, what I thought about the graphics was: a, this doesn't look like a Mario game to me, but b, it is a lot uh, more detailed than the original Mario. Like it's um, like it doesn't really look like either of the other Mario games on the NES, but it's a really good looking game. And it's funny I say it doesn't look like a Mario game because really. I guess this game is where we got the look from Mario and Luigi and Peach yeah. and Toad. I mean, because in the original Mario Brothers, they didn't look like much. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. They just so, changed clothes if you're going yeah. between, you know, Luigi and, and Mario. But yeah, like this Luigi one, yeah. didn't exist before this, really, did he? I mean, I no, mean, he I know, existed in the he existed right. in the original ones because it was called Mario Brothers, and he was the other brother. Right. Well, I, I guess what I mean is, him as a character design didn't really exist because he was just a palette swap of Mario. Yeah, as we know him now, you're right. Because yeah. what, what you're saying is true. Uh, and this also, um, graphically, uh, all the worlds are pretty cool. They're all a little different from each other. Um, the enemies are um, are very, very strange at times. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and different from the previous Mario game and other Mario games. <laughs> but they also introduced some new ones or had some good versions of ones like Shy Guys and such. Well, you know what's crazy is I don't think they changed any of the enemies. Obviously, they added the Mario characters and they added some other elements, which we can talk about in gameplay. But I don't think they changed any of the enemy designs for the game from Doki Doki Panic. So what you have is characters that are definitely not from the Mario universe. But this is only the second Super Mario Brothers game, so what happened is now we have Shy Guy, and to a lesser extent, Birdo, and probably some of the other enemies have made it into the Mario lore. Yeah. Even though they were never Mario characters, really, I guess. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, even, I even remember seeing some of those characters from Mario 2 in the Mario cartoon I would watch, so. Yeah. Uh, it definitely They definitely made, uh, you know, definitely w- uh, went above and beyond of just being just regular Mario characters in there. They kind of, especially I would say Shy Guy is one of the ones that people remember, you know, big time. I I know one of our blisters said this, but Shy Guy is one of my favorite Mario bad guys too. He's just cool looking. Yeah, he's got a cool design for sure. I'll often pick him in a Mario Kart game if he's available. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. Don't blame Um, you at all. Yeah, it's very colorful. The... I would say the game has a very consistent look to it, but you're right, each world does change. There seems to be three levels in each world. Um, three to four. I think sometimes it's four, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, the it's the, yeah that's, that's how I felt about it. This really doesn't look like a Mario game to me, even today. But it's one of the probably, definitely top 20, maybe, maybe top 10 or 15 
best looking NES games, just graphically. Yeah, it has a great style about it, which really helps too. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. Uh, you want to get into music and sound? Sure. Music and sound. <laughs> Let's get into it. So I only wrote one note for this, and I'll let you give your opinion. Okay, opinion. Uh, opinion. Opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wrote that there's two songs. One is very catchy, and one is a little bit creepy. Uh, discuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'd forgotten that. Um, but since I played these games all growing up as a kid, I just kind of they all jumbled together to me as proper Mario tunes. Yeah. So they're all part of the Mario universe in my brain. So they didn't bother me at all. I thought I thought they still sounded good. But yeah, you're right. The one thing I don't remember until I really went back here recently, like today even, uh, was there really isn't a lot of music in it. A lot of uh, variety in music, I should say. There's really only a couple of tunes that they just play over and over again. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't and I didn't realize that when I was younger, for sure. I, well, I think I know why, and I didn't before today. But the music is one of the things that was changed. Because, I guess just to try to make it feel like more like a Mario game, uh, they did get Kanji Kodo, Kanji, good lord, Koji Kondo, the original Mario Brothers uh, music maker, to make the music for this game. For composer. the composer. There's the word, music maker. <laughs> the noise maker. They got him to do the music for this game. For, the bells and whistles guy. <laughs> uh, when they actually made, you know, when they converted Doki Doki Panic to Mario Brothers 2, they had him do the, do new music. Yeah, but the funny thing is, he clearly didn't want to just rehash the original Mario Brothers because it doesn't s- sound like the original Mario Brothers. But I think that main theme is is definitely not as timeless as the original Mario Brothers theme, but it's really excellent, like really good. Yeah, I agree completely. But it still feels like something that fits in the Mario universe musically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I gotta say, and uh, it's, it's a well-written piece of music, but the other song, the dark theme, whatever you want to call it, that's one of the reasons this game threw me off as a kid. That's one of the reasons I think it threw me off. It, it's still kind of, not creepy, but it's odd, but odd with a dark slant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, it never really creeped me out or anything no, like that's, that. No, yeah, that's not the right word, but I think it was just enough to kind of I don't know. It's weird how things like that affected me as a kid. Like, it's not that it scared me, but it made me maybe not reach for Mario 2 as much. Because, it, I don't know. I, I guess it just shows how much music can affect the mood of a game. Yeah, it's very important uh, to anything, honestly, to uh, TV, movies, and video games. Yeah. But, you know, as an adult in 2020, basically, there are only two songs, unless I'm wrong. I think there's only two. And we got so much more to be afraid of now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's Corona. <laughs> but yeah. there are only two songs, which might be a little disappointing, but they're both great. So I have no I have no actual complaints about the music, except um, maybe would have liked a third song. <laughs> yeah, Variety, I guess, yeah. would be the, the one complaint for sure. But Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, well, let's get into the big thing, though, that really sets this game apart from other Mario games, and that is... The gameplay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. This game yeah. is light years different from any of the other Mario games, except for maybe, uh, you know, when Mario went to the RPG way, and it was a lot different. Like, that's the only other time I can remember... A Mario game yeah. just playing absolutely different from other Mario games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is so different yeah. because you don't, when you jump on enemies, you don't take them out. You instead just stay on them and you can pick them up yeah. and throw them. <laughs> a Mario game where you don't kill enemies by jumping on them. I think even the Paper Mario game like did that. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah. is so odd. Um, yeah, for the two people who haven't played this game, the main way you attack enemies is either pulling vegetables out of the ground and throwing them. Or landing on the enemy's head and picking them up and throwing them into other enemies. So it doesn't kill you when you land on top of enemies, which is good, but you don't kill them like you'd expect to in Mario game. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, and this did something different from the first Mario game in that you can go 
back and forth all you want. Like you're not just if you go forward, you you know, in the original Mario game, you can't go back. Uh, in this one, uh, you can do whatever you want. Oh yeah, that's true. And there's even times when you're expected to go back, like if you miss a key, like I kept doing, yeah. to open a door, you actually have to go back. Yeah, this game has a lot of little secrets in it. Um, I remember when I first found out where that one warp was, and I was blown away. <laughs> I found it by accident, uh, just putting the uh, putting a you know the uh, little potion bottle on, uh, on oh, different yeah. things, and I found out one day like, oh my gosh, I found a warp. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah, that potion bottle, I remember that being pretty impressive as a kid. Like, you mean if I throw this over here, I'll find something different? Yeah. Like in the dark? You know, it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's very cool. You know, this game, I wrote down several things this game does that are like, what? If you're just, if you don't know the history behind it, you're just expecting Mario 2. So first of all, the only coins in the game, there's very few of them, and they're just to do the slot machine at the end of the oh, level. Oh, we got to talk about that slot machine. Yeah, so I got really lucky the first few times, then I got nothing for the rest of the time I played. I remember throughout my whole career, and we'll call it a career, playing Mario 2, of never, ever, ever getting getting that more than three times. Wow. It's it's so difficult. There's got to be a pattern to it, because in all these Mario games, there's always a pattern to those little extra things they do, but I can never figure it out. It goes too fast for my stupid brain. Yeah, it goes so fast, I feel like you're not expected to actually catch it, but it, I was just wondering, is it totally random, is there, or is there some kind of pattern to it? Because, well, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I got it, like, I got it once today, actually. Um, no, actually, I got it twice today, so I thought, well, this isn't that hard, but then I didn't get it again after yeah, that. Yeah, I played about half an hour today, and I got it three times in half an hour. And that's <laughs> out of a lot of tries. <laughs> the percentage was very, was very small. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That's the only time you see the coins uh, in this game is when you're trying to when you dig them up after you've dropped a potion and went through the door. And honestly, I don't know if that the coins are something they added to make it more Mario-ish, or if that's just something that was in the game. Because I guess I should say this is still Nintendo who made the game, and the game is like most platformers, if not all of them, is still based on Mario basically. So they didn't have to change a ton, but it is weird there not being a lot of coins to collect. Instead, you collect cherries. And I'll be honest with you, until I looked up a little uh, wiki on this, I had no idea what the cherries did. Do you know what the cherries don't they do? Bring, if I do you get now, enough, don't you get the star? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how the star man appears. But I thought the star was just random. I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I remember I figured it out, and it was like an epiphany when I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, but also, let's talk about the fact that the four characters, none of them play the same. Yeah, that that's that's big, and that's uh, that's probably my favorite thing that's changed from the Mario formula, really. Um, yeah, and I don't know that because I like that you can choose your character um, before every level, and I'm wondering there's probably quite a bit of strategy to that, but I kind of just rotated between them. Yeah, I, I did too uh, this time, but I do remember at times where. Like, if I was having a hard time passing a certain level, I would choose a different character, uh, you know, because Mario still plays like Mario. Like, however Mario kind of moves, the same speed that you're used to, uh, he yeah. doesn't really change very much from the formula. Luigi, he's taller, he jumps higher, and he's a little floaty. Always, one, one thing that's yeah. just etched in my brain is when he's jumping and his little legs are kicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love that. I read that Miyamoto added that to sort of justify the fact that he's jumping higher. Yeah. That's why he added in the leg motion. I love that. <laughs> uh, you know, and then you got, um, you know, you got the princess, and she can literally float. Uh, or I should say yeah. glide. She doesn't really float. She glides. Yeah. Uh, and to me, she's the she's a perfect one to use if you're new. Like, you know, she can really help you get to some places. Yeah. And she's a little safer to use. Uh, but they all kind of, and then you got Toad, who was like a quicker Mario in a way. Um, but it's, but they also kind of even each other out. Like, uh, yes, yeah, sure, the princess is uh, like she's she's really good to use if you're having trouble with an area. But she's also the weakest of the characters, and she takes longer to like dig things up. For example, uh, you know, so it kind of evens out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what Toad's special ability was, and apparently it's just that he picks up the vegetables really yeah, quick. Yeah, he's very fast with it. <laughs> Which is actually kind of important, but... And Mario, 
I guess he's sort of an all-around character, but basically he jumps further than Luigi, but not as high. Yeah. So, but the flip side of that is it can actually add to the challenge if you've been playing a lot as one character, then you switch to another one. Yeah. Because I think as a whole, this game just feels a lot... Uh, I guess floatier is the word. That's the word we use with platformers. <laughs> yes. It feels floatier than every other Mario yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, to be honest with you, I never thought of it in a bad way, except for one instance, and I want to see if you agree with this, and that is every single time you have to climb a vine or climb anything. I'll just float it all over the place and kept falling off it. I think I remember the first time I ever played this game, I had that same issue, but the more I played it, then I just got used to it, and it wasn't really a thing yeah. anymore. Yeah. You do get used yeah. to it, but that's one time I'm like, oh, this is unnerving. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and another thing I really like about this game, gameplay-wise, is it really, it'll change up how you defeat uh, enemies. So, like, you know, especially your baddies at the end of each level. Like, you're facing the bird, yeah. the birdos, or whatever they're called, uh, and they do change up somewhat, but you kind of defeat them the same way by throwing their eggs back at them overall. Uh, that they spit out at you, yeah. but then you'll you'll fight like the giant rat. I don't remember his name. I'm gonna look in the manual here in a second. Yeah, the the rat that throws yeah, the bombs. And you just throw the bombs right back at him, and and he's you know when it blows up, it hits him. So I love that they did that, like adding little different mechanics to it. Yeah. That really changes things up a little bit. I kind of feel like the bosses were more inventive than they were in the original Mario Brothers games on the NES. Yeah. Um, I actually liked Fighting Birdo. I like the whole. That is funny. It shows I did play this game some as a kid. Because that whole jumping and picking up the egg thing just felt natural to me. Like, I feel like I was pretty quick to pick that yeah. up. You want me? So, I have um, the manual in front of me. You want me to go through the enemies yeah. real quick? Yeah, uh, here good. we go. All right, Shy Guy, of course, we know. There's different versions of them. You got the red Shy Guy, the pink Shy Guy. Um, Tweeter uh, is the bird. The little bird that bobbles around. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a bird. That thing always, <laughs> it always looked like a... You know, like in colonial days where they wore the white wigs. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought, is that bird wearing a wig? I didn't even know it was a bird, honestly. <laughs> yeah, this manual is awesome, by the way. Uh, okay, you know the ones that look like shy guys, but they actually spit the the bullets or whatever at you. Yeah, I hate those, those guys, guys. Are called sniffits. <laughs> and there's three different versions of them. Uh, the fish that jump up at you are trouters. Uh, you got, of course, you got um, the very, and I remember this one. This is another enemy I stuck around. The bomb bomb. The bomb, I'll always say I'm wrong. The, the bombs that walk, you know, and then blow up. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are stuck around. Um, the, oh, that, that's right. They were from this game yeah. first. That, that's definitely one of the, I don't know, most endearing Mario baddies. Yeah, and then, you know, the little the little uh, bird-like guy on the carpet, on the flying carpet. Uh, he was Pidget. Uh, then you had a porcupine who's Porcupo. Uh, there's a one point, I've, I don't think you got this far. Uh, but there's a bird that drops bombs at you, and it's the albatross. I remember him. Uh, did you get to the snakes? Yes, the snakes in the yeah, jars. <laughs> that's the cobrat or cobrat. Um, <laughs> then you had, of course, those little the little black stars that kind of run at you and jump at you. Uh, those are oh yeah, those are just called ninjas. <laughs> I thought they were little cats or something. Yeah, they're kind of ninjas. I wouldn't mind seeing those returning a Mario game, but I don't really remember them after this. I don't either. Uh, and then the the flying shy guys are called Bezos. Uh, the little uh, ladybug like characters on the vines are hoopsters. Um, this guy, <laughs> I thought to me, this is the creepiest enemy in almost all Mario games. Is that floating mask? Um, his name is Fanto. You know that once you pick up the key, it chases you. Yes, yeah, he's really creepy. I, yeah, I wrote that down. That uh, I didn't exactly enjoy the guy chasing me every time I picked up a key. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little stressful. Yeah, of course, you have uh, Spark. That's those little uh, sparkly uh, sparkly things that goes around the ledges and stuff sometimes. Um, yeah. You had Panzer, which is that flower that s- spits fire at you. Uh, you had the... This is another one that returned to the Mario games, too. The Cactus. Uh, the You know, the... You know, oh, yeah. Pokey yeah. is his name. That was a big deal in Super Mario yeah, World. Yeah, it was. And Mario uh, 3. And then you had these little snow guys that I remember. Or they're on later on in the snow level called Flurries. But let's get to the, the the main bad guys here, like the big evil uh, bosses. You got Ostro, which is what Birdie's called. I don't know why we always call him. Oh, he'd rather be called Birdetta. As he actually says that here. Actually, this might be problematic now in today's society. I want to read you what this reads. Just remember. I remember something weird about this. Yeah. But I don't remember what the, the name is. The name is Ostro, but it says he thinks he is a girl, 
And he spits <laughs> eggs from his mouth. He'd rather be called Birdetta. So I'm going to call him Birdetta because that's what he wants to be called. So do people call him Birdo because it's like a mix between those two names? I, I don't know. I think Nintendo started calling him Birdo. Maybe. Uh, Mouser is, of course, that mouse that you throw bombs at. And I remember him from the cartoon, too. He shows up in the cartoon. Yeah, I remember that character, too. Must have been the cartoon. Uh, Fry Guy is this literal flame. Uh, there's a there's a huh. three-headed serpent that you fight. Yep, I fought yeah, him. Uh, that's Triclide. Uh, and then you have Claw Grip, which is like a... Uh, of course, it sounds as what it sounds like. It's a... It's a... Um, <laughs> I about said crocodile. That's not what it is at all. It's a crab. Um, and then, of course, the one thing that really stands out in this game, there is no Bowser. Uh, instead, the main bad guy is Wart. And it says he he kind of looks like a Bowser knockoff to me. He looks like, you know, when you go, uh, when you, uh, when going through the grocery store when you're a kid and you'd find these action figures there that were almost superheroes. <laughs> That's kind of what this is. Uh, Wart, he is the most mischievous of all in the world of dreams. He created monsters by playing with the dream machine. Oh, you don't play with the dream no. machine. So that's all your bad guys. And of course, with any Mario game, you also have your little... Uh, one, but there's not really a lot of little power-ups. You just have the mushroom. Yeah, none of the power-ups... That It is clear to me that this obviously was not a Mario game originally because none of the power-ups feel like they did in the first Mario game. Like the mushroom you only get in the dark areas and it's just sitting there. Like it doesn't bust out of a block. It's not running. Right. It's just sitting there and you pick it up. Even the the way you like, you do get bigger. That's definitely Mario. You get bigger when you get the mushroom. But the the way, like you can get three hits instead of just two. Like that's different even. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead and mention the <laughs> other items. You're right, there weren't was- many though. I was actually going to tell you the story of Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> yep. Here we go. One evening, Mario had a strange dream. He dreamt of a long, long stairway leading up to a door. As soon as that door opened, he was confronted with the world he had never seen before, spreading out as far as his eyes could see. When he strained his ears to listen, he heard a faint voice saying, Welcome to Subcon, the land of dreams. We have been cursed by Wart, and we are completely under his evil spell. We have been awaiting your arrival. Please defeat Wart and return Subcon to its natural state. The curse Wart has put on you in the real world will not have any effect upon us here. Remember, Wart hates vegetables. Please help us. At the same time this was heard, a bolt of lightning flashed before Mario's eyes. Stunned, Mario lost his footing and tumbled upside down. He awoke with a start to find himself sitting up in his bed. To clear his head, Mario talked to Luigi, Toad, and Princess about the strange dream he had. They decided to go to a nearby mountain for a picnic. That's what you do in this situation. After Mm -hmm. arriving at the picnic area and looking at the scenery, they see a small cave nearby. When they enter this cave, to their great surprise, there's a stairway leading up, up, and up. It is exactly like the one Mario saw in his dream. They all walk together up the stairs and at the top find a door just like the one in Mario's dream. When Mario and his friends, in fear, opened the door to their surprise, the world that he saw in his dream spreads out before them. Oh, snap. That's a lot of story for a Mario game. <laughs> it is. And, and, of course, the big twist ending, I guess most people know that now. I'll go ahead and tell it. Where he... uh Mario wakes up in his bed and he doesn't know if it was all a dream or yeah. not. <laughs> kind of a cop out in a way. <laughs> yeah, because it's like so. I do wonder if that was added at the end because it's just so weird. Like, eh, maybe this shouldn't be real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, even Mario Three, for example, kind of did 
that in a way because it all, you know, it's kind of all a giant play. So it's yeah. not the first time that Mario games have tried to do a little uh, something different with their scenery or their story. I remember one of the Paper Mario games that's for the, I think it's for the DS, you actually end up inside of Bowser. Uh, so they're not afraid to try yeah, things, yeah. at least. No. And and I, you know what I love? I do love that this game just, it's got so little Mario in it besides the four main characters, yet there is so much that has found its way into Mario ever since. I, that is probably my favorite thing about it. Yeah, there's a lot that gets added um, to Mario lore because of this game. Yeah. Uh, I, I did note that there's 20 levels, which is quite a bit. Um, I think I only played seven because I played the first two worlds and then made it to the third world. I, I, and I wanted to push further to see what's ahead, but uh, just to be honest, I wouldn't have made it that far in that short of amount of time if it wasn't for the Switch Rerun feature yeah. on the Switch Online. <laughs> yeah, that thing comes in handy, but, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely feel cheap, but I'm still doing it. I'm just rewinding when I mess up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so we can, uh, you know, experience more of the game. It's for the it's for our audience. Right. I actually do like that as a, as, as a show note. I like the rewind feature a lot more than just flat out cheating and like putting in invincibility or something. Yeah, I do too. Cause at least you're still trying it and you're just trying to do it a different way and seeing what works. Uh, yeah. so let's just go ahead and say that if you have a Nintendo switch and you, and you pay for the online, you can play this game for free. So yeah, uh, it's one of the games included in the, in the NES, uh, section of your uh, Nintendo online switch. So, um, but yeah, uh, Trevor, are we ready for overall thoughts? Do you got anything else you want to add before we get to that? Um, I, oh, uh, one thing I don't remember at all, and I, th- I hope I wasn't as stupid as a kid, but that you can hold down to do the super jump with all the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that right away. That's, <laughs> that makes things easier, and I'll be honest, I discovered it by accident because I didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a question that I felt embarrassed that you asked me. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest, I got to the sand, and that's when I realized, holy cow, I played this game so little before, because I got to the sand. They threw it off, though, because, all right, so there's this place where you're in sand and you sink because it's sinking sand. Yeah, and they'll kill you. Then I got to sand where I'm like, okay, I definitely need to sink here, but I can't sink. So I tried picking up the enemy thinking, well, maybe that'll make me heavy enough. I didn't think you just pick up chunks of sand yeah, and throw it. You're I actually, why I you're actually overthinking it. <laughs> I really was. Like, oh, God, I felt so stupid. You just press the stupid pickup yeah, button. Yeah. Anyways. Now that we pointed that out, I think uh, that's all I had to say about the game. All right, so final scores. Let's get into it. All right. Well, I'm good either way here because I'm curious about your score, but also think I feel pretty good about mine. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter to me. You want me to go first? Right. Go ahead. Um, so I think my main concern with this game going into this was, well, I had I had two. One of them, I knew a lot of our listeners really love this game, and I always get nervous when we when we review a game that our listeners love <laughs> because yeah. we have some awesome people who listen to this show, and I'm like, man, I don't want to let them down. But also, I got to be true to myself and what I feel about whatever I'm playing. Uh, right. So, but thankfully. Uh, my other thing, a mother feared was, does this game still hold up today? Because out of the three main, or three original Mario games, uh, this is the one I revisited the least as an adult. Uh, yeah. However, I'm happy to report that this still holds up, still plays very well, still looks awesome. All these years later, I really enjoyed this game quite a lot. I think it takes some getting used to, especially if you're coming at it from a Mario perspective. Because uh, it plays so much differently than any other Mario game. So it's kind of, it takes some getting used to. It took me some getting used to getting back into it. Because it's been so long since I played it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, there's some things I wish it had done differently. Um, like I really wish it had some other power-ups in here that are, you know, known to Mario people. Like we're, I'm sure it's got the star. and uh, But what? just give me a, a flower. And let me throw some fireballs at some point, you know. Or something yeah. like that would have been really nice. But yeah, uh, overall, though, I still like this game quite a lot. Out of the three original Mario uh, NES trilogy, I got to say that this is my second favorite behind Mario 3. Oh, Mario 3 will always be my number one. I'm sorry to those of you who that defends. 
but I love Mario 3 and always will. Uh, but Mario 2, I really love. Of course, I love the first Mario because it really set you know set all this to make uh, made this world possible, this world of Mario that I love. Uh, but yeah, Mario 2 just has a special place in my soul because it's just so different and quirky and just really stands out. I'm going to give this game an 8.5. I like it a lot. I'll go okay. back and play it again. Uh, I kind of wish it was two-player co-op. <laughs> I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, this does have alternating two-player mode, just like the other ones. Yeah, right? I think it does. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Great. I held it this whole time, and then I coughed right on the microphone. <laughs> that's why we're not... Retro that's blizzed. why we're recording from two different places. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, yeah, I'll, I'll flat out admit, this is definitely the Mario I've had the least experience with. But I'm also going to be honest, this is not my, this is not my favorite Mario game. But here's, here's what I have to say. <laughs> I think the fact that this is a Mario game throws me off a little bit. I think if this was called Doki Doki Panic or, or Panicky Pete in the Panicking Dreamtime, whatever you want to call it, and was just an NES platformer, I'd be like, you know what? This is one of the best non-Mario NES platformers. <laughs> and I'm not surprised it's made by Nintendo because it's really high quality. Because when you think about it, on the NES, pure platformers, like you got your Mega Mans that are platformer, action, hybrid, Castlevania, same way. Like pure platformers like Mario, there's not many that can even come close to the caliber of the Mario games. But this would be one I'd be like, yeah, this this game gets it. You know, this this is a great NES platformer. Like for example, I would put it probably a notch above DuckTales, just as an example, as far as just quality NES platformers. But it's not as tight as the Mario games, and if you know me, you know I like a tight platformer. Um I definitely got used to it, though. Like, I'm not holding the controls against it. I definitely got used to it. The whole slippery vine crawling was just weird, but I got used to it. So, I'm giving this game an 8 out of 10 because I think it's probably top 5 NES platformers, and I love NES platformers. It's probably... It's probably... I don't know. Maybe top 20 NES games overall, even. 20, 25 for me. But, I do think it's, uh, of the 2D Mario games, which I'm really only counting, Mario, Mario 2, Mario 3, Super Mario World, and then, after that, it's almost just variations of that when you're talking, because even like, I don't know, I'm not even counting like the new Super Mario Brothers games, I mean, I guess they're 2D, but not really. Anyways, I think this is my least favorite of those four, the original NES ones and then Mario World. Um, of course, let's not count Yoshi's Island. We need to review that because I've not played that in ages. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm rambling because I, I just respect this game as a dang solid NES platformer that's a little quirky and that I'm going to definitely come back to, but I almost can't think of it as a Mario game, and I'm sorry. I know that's not fair, but but I respect and love the characters, especially the bad guys that's added to the Mario universe, so... I respect it as a non-Mario platformer and as a game that added cool enemies to uh, future Mario platformers. So, 8 out of 10. Very, very, very solid. Just shy of top-tier Mario for me, which I know is going to make people unsubscribe and, <laughs> and cancel their Patreon accounts. Oh, man, we need that for lunch. Yeah, we really do. So, yeah. But that's still um, Retro Bliss approved. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And uh, I'll be honest, I didn't even go to eBay, but I know this game's not outrageously expensive. No, it's not. Uh, it's very affordable. Very much so. Uh, and there's tons of different ways to play it, too. So uh, We already mentioned you could play it for Switch Online, uh, and it's been re-released a million times. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so make sure you go and play it if you haven't before, just to, to experience it. Um, let us know. Well, actually, they did let us know, Trevor, don't they? I think it's time for some fan feedback.
yeah, um, we posted this game a whopping, what, three hours ago? Because it was a very last-second decision to cover it, to be honest. Um, and to be honest, I don't think there were any comments on Instagram, so do you want me to do the Facebook, or do you want to do it, or do you want to take turns? Well, since I read the whole story of Mario, maybe you do this. Okay. <laughs> See, I did post it on Instagram, but I didn't give people enough time. But on Facebook, I think some people jumped in. So let's see here. So I just asked, you know, what's your memories of Super Mario Brothers 2? Douglas DeLecky Jr. Well, let's see who's going to hate me out of all these <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm going to give a all scale right. of 1 to 10 how much they hate you now. <laughs> and just to reframe it, I gave it 8 out of 10. Great score. But I did say it was my least favorite main 2D Mario game. <laughs> all right. Mario 2, you mean the Mario that wasn't originally a Mario, but was made by the Mario people to be like a Mario game, and eventually became one? Best NES Mario game. Second only to World overall. Love it. Uh, he hates you 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But to make it only a 9 out of 10 hate, Super Mario World is also my favorite of the 2D Okay, Mario's. it probably knocks you down to a 9.5. So, okay, good. Timmy Mac. I remember getting it for Christmas and love the different characters. Still revisit it, and it's one of my favorites. Um, I think he's I think he's a 5. <laughs> Yeah, he just said it was one of his yeah. favorites. It wasn't like his absolute. Yeah, and I'm probably going. I'm probably being too high with the five. He's. Uh, I'm gonna go four and a half. Okay, yeah. good. He might not throw a rocket. I don't head, think dude. he will. Uh, so Bradley Michael Boson, he said he played the heck out of this as a kid and loved it. Shy guy is still my favorite enemy in a Mario game, based on looks alone, and he's my go-to racer in Mario Kart Eight. Shy guy is kind of the uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> Of Mario, <laughs> yeah. People like him just based on his looks. Uh, when, yeah, he doesn't have much to him, yeah. but he looks yeah. cool. Uh, I think his hate for you is only going to be a six. It doesn't seem like it's going to be too bad. Yeah, because I do love Shy yeah. Guy very much. All right, this one might be rough. Rich VD. Uh, <laughs> oh, we no. like Rich a lot, so <sighs> he said it's still my all-time favorite Mario game. Not only is it so outside the box and different, which I loved as a kid. It's also solidified Luigi as being better than Mario. I remember getting that first Nintendo Power issue, one, <clears throat> the one with the clay Mario on the cover. This game created so many great Mario characters and villains and gave Mario and Luigi their trademark looks. I could play this game over and over and love the music. Ten. <laughs> yeah, it's a ten hate. If he sees you on the street, done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I probably shouldn't say this. Uh-oh. You know, there's some things like, oh, for example, here's the an example: The Last Jedi. I still can't wrap my head around the fact that the critics love the movie overall. Yeah, because I just feel like I'm in an alternate universe. Like either I'm severely wrong, or they saw a different movie from me. <laughs> yes. yes, this is another one of those things. I like Mario Two a lot. I say it's one of the top NES platformers, but I actually can't wrap my head around. People saying it's their favorite Mario game, unless it's pure nostalgia. But it's not. Like it's not just pure nostalgia. Like I'm not saying they're wrong because they're not. But I just actually literally can't wrap my head around people thinking this is a legit better game than like Super Mario World or or even Mario Brothers Three. Well, Trevino opinions are like b holes. <laughs> Everybody has to boot. <laughs> yeah, and we're all running out of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, I'm not kidding in a way, but I, I think it's awesome that it's some people's favorites. And I really, from now on in my mind, I'm just going to pretend it's that NES platformer that I need to spend a lot more time with. But it's not a Mario game. Well, I'm going to let you spend a little <laughs> bit more time as we go to commercial. Oh, yeah. All right, so I just beat the game three times. Impressive. Uh, I'm going to change my score to an 8.05. Oh, oh, it went up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um, do we have anything left, John? Uh, anything anybody cares let about? Let me think about Well, that they care about? No. But we oh. do have something left, and that is the British Quiz Quiz. Quiz, quiz Bliss. hard to time that when we're together and we really can't do it when we're not. 
All right. But this is exciting. Uh, long distance quarantine bliss quiz. Would you like me to go yeah, first? Go for it. So, Johnny, and of course, audience, since we're all quarantined here, play along at home. Try to beat us. Which of these is true? A. International Mario Brothers 2 never released in Japan. B. It was released in Japan as Super Mario USA. C. It was remade as a launch game for Game Boy Color. Which is true? I'm going with B. That's correct. It was released in 1992 in Japan as Super Mario USA. Although they already had Doki Doki Panic, Super Mario 2 was so successful that it was re-released in Japan with the Mario theming. Basically. It's going to be weird, though, if you played a lot of the Doki Doki game, right? And you and then they just released this. Yeah. Like, what's, what's happening here? <laughs> it's like a mind trip. Yeah. We're going to play the IMDB I, game. Oh, sorry, Trevor. I cut you off. Oh, I was just going to say uh, it was remade Mario Brothers 2 was remade in sort of a 16-bit style for the Game Boy Advance launch but I said Game Boy Color in the question oh try to throw me off huh yeah <laughs> uh, the oh, first yeah. one is what was the IMDB score that's 1 to 10 of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show it's probably the one you remember too and I remember oh uh, yeah it has the live action part with the cartoon uh yeah Almost 3,000 people rated this, this show. Hmm. Uh, the Mario Brothers, Princess Toadstool, and Toad go on various adventures while battling the evil King Koopa. Trevor, if you get within point five, I'm giving it to you. What was the IMDb score? So, for my nostalgia, about a nine. But I, I know, yeah, it's just hard to say. Sometimes people rate on nostalgia, sometimes they're very harsh. But I gotta get it within point five, so I'm gonna say a solid. Uh, um, oh man, that might be too six point two. Holy crap, six point one. Oh yeah, nice, nice. So it's one point nice. for us both. Cool. Well, you're about to have two points unless you have a really terrible memory. I do. <laughs> this was already a I thought too easy of a question, but then you read from the manual, and now it's super easy. Um, who is the main villain of Super Mario Brothers Two? Port. Let me read the choice. Okay, sorry. <laughs> A is Bowser, duh. B is Wart. C is Dream Star. And D is Dark Mario. <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> That's right. No, it's Wart. You're right. <laughs> ba- I'm sorry. Yeah, Bowser, duh. Crazy. Bowser, duh. Bowser, duh. Bowser, duh. Yeah. Trevor. So that's two, two for you. Let's see if you can get another one. Trevor, the next IMDb is The Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3. The game was so big that they brought back the cartoon, but this was based on the third game. Uh, join Mario oh. and Luigi in 26 action-packed adventures. So it tells you how many episodes there were. Based on the classic NES video game. Uh, almost 1,000 people reviewed this one. Out of 10, Trevor, what is the IMDb score? Well, it served me well before, and I don't think I really saw this one, so I'm going to go 6.2. You barely missed it. This got a 7 oh. out of 10. Wow. I do want to see that. I don't know if I saw any or much of that at all. Well, so if you get this one right, you've beaten me. And it's... Eh, I don't know. We'll see. Question three. Which is true of the Doki Doki Panic characters? So I'll give you the name of the characters from that original game. It was Mama, Papa, Lena, and Imagine. I think it's pronounced... It looks like Imagine, but I think it's supposed to be Imagine. So... Mama, Papa, Lena, and Imagine, which is true of those characters. They were based on a Japanese anime called Dream Clash. They were licensed characters to promote a Japanese broadcasting company. Or they were conceived by Miyamoto after he became ill and had a fever dream. (laughs) It didn't sound possible to me. Yep. So basically an anime called Dream Clash uh, to promote uh, a Japanese broadcasting company. Or conceived by Miyamoto in a fever dream. I'm going to go with A. I thought I'd throw you off. Nope. Dream Clash is made up, as far as I know. So, (laughs) the truth is stranger than reality, though. Wait. The truth is stranger than fiction. (laughs) So, the Fuji Television Company went to Nintendo and said, uh, we want a game with these characters. Wow. That's that's the one I thought you made up. (laughs) Yep. It was an advertisement 
for their uh, Fuji Broadcasting Company. These were like mascot characters. Wow. That makes me want, so that makes me want to play that version for some reason. I do. I really want to find a way to play that. It's actually called an advert game, like as an advertising game. Well, we've covered those yeah. before. Cough, cough, McDonald's. Yep. We've covered four of them, if I remember <laughs> right. All right, Trevor. Well, that means you can tie if you get this one right. You, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Your last of the IMDb uh, game is The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, twist. Sonic and Tails are, are willing to save the planet. Uh, Mobius from Dr. Robotnik and his robots, which they plan to take over in these slapstick-based adventures. Jalil White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel, did the voice of Sonic. Trevor, <laughs> out of 10, almost 3,000 people reviewed this. What was the IMDb oh. score of The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog? So I watched this I did too, quite a, a lot, bit. Yeah, a lot. I think we, and I'm did we watch this over at your house too at some point? <laughs> I remember us watching this together. <laughs> we probably yeah. did. And I'm curious, but I think I know the answer, but I'm curious if it holds up now. <laughs> but, uh, see, I'm not thinking this might be a little higher. I'm going to go 6.6. Trevor Franklin, you have tied me. It was 6.2 oh, yeah. out of 10. Oh, good. Oh, I should have went with my 6.2 I was riding this <laughs> <Yep>. whole time. <laughs> so that was the Bliss Quiz. Uh, what a thrilling conclusion. Nice. We tied. That's what everybody wants to see. Oh man, everybody wants Nobody that. wants a winner. So I don't think Mario Brothers 2 is the best Mario ever and we end in a tie. This is just yeah, a terrible Yeah, this is episode. the greatest thing we've ever done. <laughs> um, I think all we really have left to do to conclude this disappointment is beg for iTunes reviews like we've never begged before. That's right. So on, on our um, knees. Yep. I'm literally on my knees. You can't see up. Just but, imagine it. Actually, doll, that sounds um, awful. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Uh, no, please leave iTunes reviews um, if you haven't already done it. I think they've actually made it easier to do that now. I'm saying iTunes. I always say iTunes, but I guess it's Apple Podcast reviews. Yeah. But whatever. The, the the Apple reviews. Leave us one for the podcast. Yeah, pretty please. Um, our Patreon, we're really heating it up. We just recorded uh, almost like 50 minute, like 45 plus minute long review of the newest Star Wars movie, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, if you get our Patreon. No, not Rise of Skywalker. What's it, Dad? I, mean, I said. No, I thought yeah. you had it right. The, Wasn't that right? Is it Rise of Skywalker? No, it's the last Skywalker. Well, what is it? <laughs> Whatever the last Star Wars movie was. <laughs> it is Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, that was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this. If you're part of our Patreon, here's something that may uh, that may tickle your fancy. If you're if you're on the fence about whether you want to join it or not. All the time, we tell ourselves this is only going to be what we're, when we go to the recording. We're only going to do like ten minutes. And then we almost always go well over that <laughs> when we actually yeah. record. If we, do, if we do individual ones, we stick with yeah. like 10, 15 minutes. But when we get together, it's always yeah. way longer. For better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be honest, I kind of goofed up on that recording. I really hope Chris is able to salvage it. <laughs> but um, I've released a Trevor's Obsessions recently. You've released a new Johnny Tears Up recently. And this new review of Rise of Skywalker should be up soon. And there's tons of past content. We've reviewed... Uh, a Super Nintendo game that's a modern game, but was released for Super Nintendo. Yeah. I reviewed Octopath Traveler, blah blah blah. Yeah, there's a, bottom line: one dollar a month gets you everything. A lot of yeah. five dollars if you're crazy generous. Yeah, and there's a lot of content there. Uh, and a huge thank you to all you who are not only doing that, but also just all you people who listen. We very much appreciate it. And a big quick shout out to all you who joined us on uh, our Animal Crossing special episode. Uh, that was oh, really yeah. cool. We're gonna, I think we're gonna do other events later on so if you have a switch and you have animal crossing uh we'll announce those and uh we got some ideas in the pipeline that's for sure yeah that's that was a cool experience actually meeting fans in the world of animal crossing <laughs> yeah. so thanks for coming to my island i very much appreciate it uh trevor that's that's all i got i think i'm about uh i'm about uh mario'd out what about you yeah i think uh is this the last one we need to I cover think- Mario Ice? Well, well, except for Mario 64, no, of course. Mario 64, definitely. And we still have Yoshi's Island, which I'm not super anxious to cover that one. I, I'll be honest, it's a big black hole for me. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, Mario 64, because we already said GameCube is too modern. Yeah. So it's really just Mario 64. And we'll never then. cover a modern game, except for when we do Animal Crossing, which is coming up soon. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> in other words, we break our own rules all the time. Yeah. Uh, and if they uh, if they re-release Mario Sunshine for Switch like they say they're going to, I'm going to push for that one. So we're going to break the rule a lot, probably. Yes. 
Well, this is the year of Mario. I mean, this is like Mario's anniversary year, so I'm expecting some yep. big things from Nintendo. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, please stay safe out there. Uh, obviously, practice social distancing. You don't need us to tell you that. Uh, I mean, if you need us to tell you that, then... If you need us to tell you any life advice, I'm very Yeah, sorry. you know what we put ourselves through. Don't listen to what we say. <laughs> Except for... <laughs> hey, we went over... We went over an hour. I think we just provided the service for this time of isolation. Yeah, we're doing God's work for sure. I think so. yeah. <laughs> or Satan's. I haven't decided yet. Uh, thanks yeah, for, yeah, it could be either way. Toss of the coin. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, stay tuned next time. I believe the next one could be Animal Crossing, but we obviously will probably change our minds. So who knows? Uh, take it easy. I'm going to say yeah, it is. Be safe out there. Bye bye.